Hey everybody, welcome to Disney Movie News. Today we're talking about Star Wars, DuckTales, and Cars Trace. Let's drive. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Disney Movie News. <laughs> Disney Movie News. What is up? Disney Movie News. What's up everybody, thanks for hanging out. It's Disney Movie News time. I'm Leo Camacho. I'm the guy on the far right. How you guys doing? You can follow me everywhere online. I'm Mr. Leo Zombie. We got a heck of a show to be free today. Who are you? Oh my god! <laughs> wow. It's been a long day. My brain's scrammy. Uh, I'm Sarah Sterling underscore on Twitter. I'm very distracted by my PC things. <laughs> you check it. Now's the time. Um, now's the Sarah time. Sarah G Sterling on Instagram. That's All me. right. <laughs> this is Sarah, everybody. Guys, we got to jog our brain. Who are you? Who are you? you look strange. Uh, um, my name is Andy Herndon. You can follow me on all the various social media <laughs> stuff at Andy Herndon. I also host a little podcast called The DCAT. The DCAT. We were on that one time. A few yeah. times. Yeah. You guys know Andy from the chat. Yeah, he's yeah. always in the chat. Yeah, for real. We did a, what happened was, what happened was, we did a raffle and we pulled him from the internet. Mm-hmm. And he's they flew the me now. down here to LA from Oregon. <laughs> it was great. We're like, Andy, we must have you on the show. Thank you. Uh, no, Andy's in town and he's hanging out with us. We're working, working on some cool projects. And uh, we thought, hey, dude, come be on the show. And he said yes. So he's on the show. I am. <laughs> and, uh, and so he's now a representative of the chat. So all of your thoughts are reflective of all of these different opinions in this room. I just, no pressure. Okay. You need to know that. Just don't make me cry. Uh, no promises. Okay. Sorry, dude. Can't hold up that end of the bargain. Bargain. Uh, yeah. Oh, and look at all the Y's and the Andes in the chat. Hello, everybody lit. in the They're chat. Excited that you're here, man. You excited to be here? I am stoked to be here, guys. <laughs> to be a fan of you guys and just to be on here. It's an. It really is an honor, guys. I appreciate dude, it more than you know. Well, we're a fan of you too, man. The Thank you. Is, uh, high praise. High praise. High praise. Uh, yeah. We. We. Uh, there's some news. There's some news this week. A little uh, bit. The biggest being uh, that Cars Three came out, and we've already seen it twice. So. Mm-hmm. Last seen it three times. I've seen it three times. <laughs> yeah, I, I have three he, kids. And yeah. So one for each car. One for each. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and um, we did a screening of it. And last week, what, what happened was we uh, we talked about a no, we did a non spoilery, non detailed, non. It was almost it was barely anything review of cars. Yeah. Three, of our initial thoughts. But this week. Uh, it's been out for a while now, guys. No holds well, barred. It's been out for a week. That's a well, while. In it's Disney not been terms. out for a week. Okay, for everyone in this chat, a week is literally an eternity when it comes to Disney movies. Yes. If they, you, I, I guarantee, I, I will wager that ninety percent of the people in this chat right now, in the live chat, because you might be listening to this on iTunes later mm-hmm. on, um, watch every Disney movie that's released within the first four days of it being released. That would be an opening weekend. Yeah, opening. That's exactly. What I mean. Yeah, usually. Well, Usually. This I know Cars was kind of a stretch, I feel like though. Cars might not be we'll safe. Yeah, people, cars were, is people the were waiting to see what this... After Cars right. 2, waiting to see what was going to oh. happen with this. Yeah, after uh, after I, I tweeted, after I saw it, uh, half of the responses that I got were, oh. I wasn't sure about it. Yeah. That's now, oh, all okay, my stuff, too. Everyone's like, yeah. I wasn't really sure. I was, I was waiting, waiting to see. see. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, but, but we liked it, so... Don't yeah. worry, we're not going to do any spoiler review discussion until the very end. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Just you can listen tuned. to the news. Check out the whole show, it's and fine. Then and then we'll do a... don't want to be spoiled. Yeah, we'll do a boop, 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 and then that's my <laughs> that's my spoiler alarm. Yeah. Uh, but, but we still got some time before we get to that. First piece of news, however, is related to not cars, but spaceships. Star Wars. Wars. Nothing Star Wars. but Star Wars. Yes. Yeah, you like Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt too, by the way. Yes. Yeah. A little Boba Fett action there. Boba Fett. Uh, yeah, so uh, as some of you may have heard, mm. Star Wars directors, no, the original Star Wars directors uh, for Han Solo, where, well, they're not anymore. 
Yeah. They're well, not the had, had they already started shooting this? They've been shooting for, for yeah, months. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, so uh, it was Phil Lord and Chris Miller were the uh, directors of the Han Solo... Uh, solo film. Yeah, the solo mm. film, uh, codenamed Red Cup. Uh, and they are no longer the directors. And right now, as it seems, Ron Howard's is sort of reported. He is the front runner. He is the reported front runner for the new Han Solo film. That makes a ton of sense. It's first of all, first of all, we need to clarify it. Not confirmed. Mm-hmm. Simply whispers on the internet. Yeah. Simply whispers in the media sphere. We don't know if that's certain, uh, but it makes a ton of sense. Namely, a first of all, his style is very obviously it's very Star Warsy. Like he's got yeah. that Lucas, he's got that Spielberg vibe. But more importantly, Lucas's first major hit movie, American Graffiti, starred Ron Howard. Exactly. So nobody it's, understands it's in Lucas. his blood. It's in his DNA. He it's understands literally. The heart of it. Yeah, you could argue. Yeah, exactly. You could argue that perhaps. Uh, it was the Andy Griffith show? No. Mm-mm. No. It was American Graffiti that launched his career, yeah. at least in filmmaking. Uh, so is there a more appropriate director to take this movie on, uh, you know, take the reins and own it? He, he hasn't really had a good movie, no. though, for a while. It's been a minute. Yeah. But maybe this is his calling. This could be the... There was that one with uh, Chris Hemsworth uh, the, the, in the C1, the, the Killing a Whale. I can't remember what that one was. It was it bombed. Wait, what? He kills a whale? Chris Pine? No, it was it was it was Hemsworth, wasn't it? Oh, I was thinking of the wasn't finest it, hours. Yeah, Moby Dick, it was the Moby Dick thing. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I, oh yeah. I actually, yeah, funny yeah, story, yeah, but yeah, kind of yeah, gross yeah. story. I got seasick watching. I had to run to the bathroom, Did movie you really? theater, and throw up because it was just so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember when that movie came out. I actually read that that was happening quite frequently. Yeah, uh, I had God, never. What is the done name that. of that movie, dude? Can you can you help us find it? Are Ron you? Howard, Moby Dick. Yeah, it's called. In the, oh, in the heart of the, of the sea. sea. Heart of the sea. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was a story that inspired uh, Herman Melville to write Moby Dick. Oh, that's what yeah, the story it was. A real is. life story. Yeah. What? Uh, I mean, but you obviously threw up. But how did you like the movie? I thought it was awful. It was absolutely no awful good? because you had Chris Hemsworth. He, he has his Australian accent, and he, yeah. he was trying to do a Boston accent. Oh no! And, but the Australian was coming through, and it no. just sounded awful. You and can't. It, and then it was okay directed, but eh. uh, Ron Howard. Hope. He like okay yes horribly directed he's got uh, he's got to make up for a few things yeah I feel like he's a decent choice but he's had to like and also he has space in his blood Apollo thirteen Apollo okay well see then you can yeah okay I mean so I remember going that he's pretty good at space <laughs> yeah I remember seeing that when I was a kid I still pop that in every you know well every few I, months. Apollo thirteen is one of those movies like yeah. like as soon as it came out mm-hmm. I remember th- like I remember thinking even as a kid when I saw it. I was like, oh, this is one of those movies that just stays in movies, yeah. like forever. Like this is one of the movies when you go to a cinema, you will always see it in like the artwork in the walls. Exactly, it's like a Casablanca. It's like a period. It's it's very yeah, Dan- Singing in the Rain, yeah. you know, Casablanca, all that. It's one Paul of Thirteen's up there. It really there. kind of started the Tom Hanks res- res- oh, Renaissance. That and, and and Forrest Gump just kind of launched him out. Yep. From big to this whole other yep. realm he's in now. Maybe this is uh, maybe it's his time. Maybe yes. he's due. Anyways, uh, I don't know. In the chat asking like. Is this normal for directors to change? No, no, no not really. But Especially in a movie happened. like this. Especially in a movie like this. Yeah. Now, would would they still get director's credit even though they started the project? Probably no. not. No, probably this happened not. with Brave. Remember I remember that. that. Yes. It was gonna. What's her name? This is far more common in gaming. I though. love her so much. What's her name? She directed Prince of Egypt. Mm. Uh, 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 I sent the fire uh, and burned the Prince of Egypt director. Prince of Egypt, underrated film, dude. Uh, Brenda Chapman. Yes. Brenda, Brenda Chapman, Chapman was directing Brave, and then Mark Andrews is the only one with credit okay. for Brave. That's interesting, I didn't know that. Yes, it's what a little ha- bit what controversial. Happened in that? Um, Nobody knows. 
We obviously, first of all, we should clarify. We, we don't actually know what happened. Uh, right. It's just speculation. So yeah. We don't want to talk too much about that. Uh, creative differences, maybe more. I feel like Disney's pretty protective of this property, though. So that kind of yeah. makes sense. It, it, this, they have the, they have their idea of where they want to yeah. take this property, and other directors may try to push it one way or another. But they know what they know. They've done yeah. the research, and they're yeah. not going to let anyone take right. that off. Uh-huh. Especially with two successes under their belt. Exactly. I mean. Rogue yeah. One and Episode Seven are huge, and so they're, yeah. Disney and, and Lucasfilm are going to say well, you can't. They're until like, we, we screwed up. We got a we taste. Got it. We got a look. We got yeah. an aesthetic. Also, Rogue One also had an additional director added, like halfway through, mm-hmm. to help them sort of punch up. That's uh, that's a big reason why we got recuts and the trailer didn't match yeah. the movie and all those sorts of things. So it happens, mm-hmm. especially now that Disney has the vice grip on the Star Wars universe and is fighting the good fight for all its fans, and I appreciate that. Um, I think it's going to be. Just, this is just good for fans. I is. think you know, Kathleen Kennedy, she knows what she's doing. Lucasfilm knows what they're doing, and mm-hmm. they're like, "We know our fans. We know who follows us, and we want to make the movie that they want." And that's what Disney said from yeah. the start: "We want to make movies for the fans." Yeah. So. dude, you guys want to hear an anecdote that sure. like broke my heart? So when uh, when I was on the the red carpet of Pirates of the Caribbean, one of the execs at Disney oh came up God. to me, and they were like, "Yeah, we almost put you in the Han Solo film." And I went, "What?" <laughs> Why would you tell me that? I'm like, what were you going to have me do? And they're like, oh, we were going to make you one of the characters in the cantina. I was like, what? I would have had an action figure. Why, oh, why would, would you even you tell me You would be Star this? Wars canon. I would be ca- oh, dude. oh, gosh. There's still dude. time. There's still time. Maybe. Disney, if you're listening, I love you, baby. Yeah. Come on. Episode 9. Uh, technically, Sarah and I got the model for StarWars.com. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you were my BB-8. You just give a little Star Trek. Okay, did you just Star Trek it? That's like the most. I thought you were. I didn't see that from my angle. It just looks like wall fingers. How dare you get get that out of here? Star Wars. There's a W for Wars. Star Wars. Anyway, (laughs) we tried our best. Yeah. On to the Cars Three news. Cars Three. Easter eggs. Thank you. Easter eggs. Easter eggs. We got Star. Yeah. So you guys, you guys. We're pretty familiar with this when we brought this article up earlier, mm-hmm. but uh, we got a lot of star. We got a lot of you know, in usual Pixar fashion, we got a lot of uh, Easter eggs yeah. within the movie. Obviously, we got the Pizza Planet truck, yes. uh, which the truck itself was hard to see in the film. It was. I didn't see it either time I watched Me it. Me neither. I and I looked for it too. I saw the rocket. though. I saw. I made sure I looked for it the second time I saw it. And you yeah. saw it there in the uh, in the demolition derby, just roaming around and stuff. So right for those of you who haven't seen it yet or weren't able to spot the Pizza Planet truck when that car that drives sideways is coming through. Yeah, there mm-hmm. he is. Exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. The only part you see is like when the football, uh, the, the the rocket, the rocket football. <laughs> the football. It look, that's how they treat it. Yeah, it, like this has been one of the most obvious Pizza Planet truck Easter eggs they've done. A, references they've done in a while. They're very obvious in Cars movies. True, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then it goes into the crowd and everybody loses. Them. I got it. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That was a cool touch. Uh, but I wish I could have seen the truck a little more. Mm-hmm. It lo- even like the well, screen cap that we have. Yeah, but it's like blurry. Yeah, it's, it's anyway. Right uh, there. Yeah. A- apparently, uh, another Easter egg in the film was Cinderella's carriage, which I guess is also a car. I heard that. I did not see that though. It's apparently on Sterling's desk. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, and it's interesting because I was looking on his desk when they were in that scene. Like I was trying to find things in the yeah. background. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see it. Yeah, but it's either. one of those things you just got to know to look. Yeah. Or you have to kind of. Go pit. multiple viewings. Yeah. Multiple spend viewings, the second yeah. viewings just looking at the background. Yeah. Spend your money just to catch the Easter eggs. Yeah. It's, I feel like on the second viewing, I spent more time looking at the. Um, uh, uh, the landscapes and the mm-hmm. environments and the you know the atmosphere that they had built and uh, and which is dumb I should have been looking for Easter eggs but I couldn't help it it's just such a pretty movie it was beautiful yeah. it was so pretty yes. man like it, we did a, we did a screen well we'll talk I guess we'll talk about that yeah. later uh, what else we got 
Some, some jumped right out at me, like A113. That was the most obvious That was the most obvious mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. It's Sterling's office number. Yeah. And I truly didn't notice the Coco one at first. Me neither. So when Cruz is training the three mm-hmm. rookies. Oh, yeah. that one I noticed. One of them has a homesickness issue that she's training him out of, and to help him, she puts a, yeah. a footage of his hometown on the TV screen, and it's a it's a still clip from Coco. Coco, yeah. Yeah. And he says the name of it. He's like, oh, Santa, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's my home. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I got a bunch of dirty looks during that one because I saw that anime and was like, oh my gosh. He... And everyone's like, Shh, we're not all Disney fans. You're yeah. Andy. Like, why are you gosh, screaming? God. It's an Easter egg, guys. Sorry. It's okay. I pooped a little bit. <laughs> uh, and then we got another Coco reference, apparently, on the This stage. one I did not see. On the guitar. Yeah. Wait, is he playing it? No, it's just on it's the stage. I think it's on the bend. Yeah. Yeah, because he's playing the slide. Um, when they go to Smokey's. Yeah, when they Hometown. go, yeah, and they you know they drive in and then they 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 pan they cut to the to the stage and the little forklift car is, is singing and the other mm-hmm. one's playing the, the electric slide the guitar. electric slide guitar and um, apparently on the stage it's the guitar from Coco the mm-hmm. white the white acoustic guitar but I didn't I didn't see that I didn't catch it either I, mean, I, I, I will look for that yeah I'm definitely gonna go back and look uh, for these because it seems like they should have been so obvious like mm-hmm. how did I, how did I miss it it's so fascinating to me when people like see the movie once and then do like a whole video on the Easter eggs I'm like how, how did you do earth? that yeah yeah that has always boggled my mind what's it uh, uh, Santa Cecilia mm-hmm. my my what does he say my pueblo or something I don't know. Um, yeah, that's uh, was that it? Is that the only ones? Well, and then there's the Miss Fritter one, which I oh yes, talking yeah. About. Let's let's talk about that. This is like one that you wouldn't even probably. This is like this notice. is like a meta a meta Easter egg. Um, Miss Fritter in one very quick shot has a rainbow lightning bolt on her rear right window, and I wouldn't think a lot of it if Pixar wasn't themselves selling a pin of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it's kind of in my mind as if they're trying to be like. Hey. Notice this. Yeah. You know? Way. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're making merch of it. So, like, here's a gay character. <laughs> <laughs> we're, for real, though. Yeah. I feel like that's their that's the Pixar way of yeah. supporting. And it came them. out during Pride Month. It came out during Pride oh, Month. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's, okay, There's I have, like, dual feelings about it because I understand them not wanting to be like, yo, Miss Fritter's gay, mm-hmm. and then have mm-hmm. people be, like, so overhyped like they were for Beauty and the Beast and mm-hmm. then be disappointed when they see the movie. Here. But also, it would be nicer for there to be, like, more transparency about, like, gay characters in a movie and sure. have it not just be, I mean, it's nice that it's unspoken, but it also, like, gay people deserve more in terms of representation. Um, I mean, when we talk less, about a review, I'll, I'll take, I'll take it. Right, All right. Mm-hmm. When we talk about our review at the end of the episode, I'll talk about the other like super gay thing mm-hmm. that I think happened in Cars Three. Oh really? <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Every time I leaned in, when I would do it, and I was like, "She's gay." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, by the way, <laughs> Cassandra uh, Ariaza in the chat is saying, "Fun fact: My coworker's husband was the bass player in that band." He's a fork, forklift? What? <laughs> I, that's very interesting. <laughs> all right, all right, I'll take it. Uh, he probably did the recording. That's cool. That's a cool little fun fact from the chat. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's it as far as he's, that one's a real. That one's a really cool. That was mm-hmm. some Sarah Super Sleuth material, right? Yeah. There. Like we were driving back from San Francisco, and she's like, "Look it up. Find the toy. Does the toy have the sticker? It does. This is <laughs> yeah." Right, so. At first, I was like, "Is this just lightning?" Like I was like, "This is just Lightning McQueen," and they did it rainbow for Pride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't even look like his rainbow when you. I mean, when hit like his lightning bolt when you compare them, his lightning bolt is really like wide and fat at the top. Mm-hmm. It's different lightning bolt. Oh, we got someone we got a band in the chat, man. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, if you don't mind up there in the, uh, in the booth above. Uh, well, I have it. I can, can I can block people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it for Easter eggs. That one's a good one. Plus, she's like, 
Yeah. Everyone, I have a few people in the chat are referencing the Pixar theory. Anyway, oh, I, 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 I have three fits in. It, it does. I have to be truthful. John Negroni, the founder of the Pixar Theory, is is a friend of mine. He's been on my show a few times, and you can weigh whether it is or not. But eh, I just like getting Sarah's reaction when I mention it. Look, no, <laughs> I, I, I think, it, I think like, it's cool. People like, were yeah, like, "How's cool. Coco gonna fit in?" And it's like, it won't because it's not a real thing. <laughs> Yeah, nothing has to fit in. Uh, how the real question is: How are people going to fit it in? Yeah, that's and then the that's and people are making money and writing books about this, and uh, really? it's fun. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. All right, I think it's fun. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, someone sad is asking if Sarah and Leo are going to be on the cast. We've been on the decast twice, 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 yes. Yes. times. Yes. So uh, time to go through those archives. Yeah, Google yeah. it. Listen to every episode till you find it. Google. Um, Google it. What else we got? Um, There's a, we, there, oh, additional, we also have yeah, um, for yeah. Cars Three as well. There was originally an alternate ending for the movie. A few, a few a of them. Few. Potential. Yeah. They gave us a choose your choose your own ending. What did we got, Sarah? It was just an interview with the director where they talk about how this is a little bit of a spoiler, I guess. Yikes! Boop, boop, boop. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah, like mute yeah. mute for like maybe two minutes if you don't want to know about the ending of Cars Three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Oops. Uh, okay. So if you just if you want to mute, I'll put I'll do this, and that means you can c- come can, back. Yeah. Okay. Um, so at the end, obviously, Lightning does part of the race, and then he lets Cruz finish the race. And so they talked about how they tried like almost every different version mm-hmm. of how the race could have gone. With Lightning finishing the race and winning was like one option, and it felt hollow. Yeah. And um, him. Not doing the race at all and letting Cruz do it from the start also didn't feel right. Yeah, felt weak. And yeah. having um, them race against each other that didn't feel right either. And I just find it interesting that it seems like they did truly try everything. Mm-hmm. Try everything. I mean, I think they. I <laughs> dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun, dun. yeah, at one point Shakira even raced. It was nuts. Um, no, I think they did the right I thing. I think this it was felt, the best possible. It, it felt like a passing of the torch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, with this, did it feel a little weird with the, with the, the switch there, you thought? I felt like I knew what was going to happen, but I couldn't anticipate how it was going to happen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was like, I know that Cruz is going to race in this race. Me too. Like, one-third in, I mm -hmm. knew that was going to happen. Exactly, (laughs) me too. It's like, she's going to be the racer, especially when she started telling her story. I still felt like it was a little, like, unexpected, also because I don't know how NASCAR works, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know that, like, that can happen. Yeah, it feels like a weak loophole, but it was like, all right. Yeah. And the director even addressed that. It's like, yeah, it's a loophole, but it made the, it drove the story forward. It made the story (laughs) forward. It's nice because they both (laughs) get to win. Like, Lightning still wins that deal with Sterling, and that's really kind of gratifying also. Wow, he stays cool. Wow. 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 Alright, are we done talking about uh, it? Uh, yes. Give us the jazz please, hands. Please. All right. Spoiler alert. You can, we're done being Come spoilery. Come back. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's that's the alternate ending. Uh, but that's the end of Cars 3. Now we're going to go to the beginning of DuckTales. We got an intro. Yes. Let's watch it. Intro. And let's talk about it. Two DuckTales. Two DuckTales. I'm so excited. Here in Quack. His plane looks like him. Duck Is that a reference in the movie right there? Yeah, I'm like, is there gonna be a pool of money or what? Why is he just chasing his money all over the Because that's Scrooge. Every penny counts. Where are those weird dog boys? Oh, the mummy. Good reference. Mm-hmm. 
Even at the same part of the song, too. Yeah. Beagle Boys. I love the Beagle Boys. I want to cosplay them. Yeah, there's that money. Oh, bag. that robot's also The robot there, there. yeah. yeah. Blombo. I was Wow, she's been working person. out in this version. I love it. I oh, love everything that, about it. That is. Bless yes. you, DuckTales. That's how you re. Brand my childhood. Yes. Way to go. So many afternoons wasted yeah. watching that. Not wasted. Not wasted, man. No. Well spent. Well spent. Here's well what's spent. Up. I am so obsessed with Tangled, the TV series. Yes. Um, God, this, I'm like watching the replay on your computer as it, as it like, I'm watching I'm what they're saying. I'm like, so excited for this. I'm I so excited. It's going to be so good. Well, I feel like DuckTales is like, the Disney afternoon. It like, is like it's yeah. like it's it's the cornerstone yeah. of that of that. Whole because of thing. that, you had Tailspin and Darkwing Duck, Chippendale, Chippendale, yeah. Rescue Rangers. Yeah, because I mean, like when you think about all of those, although yes, they obviously in their own right were very popular. Mm-hmm. None of them sort of transcended like Ducktales. Did. Yes, Ducktales is the one that people still remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the best video game. I I have I found that NES game. I still play it at home with my yeah. kids. No, it, well, it got an HD remake. It got yeah. a full HD redrawn. I, yeah, I love that game. Uh, the only Disney afternoon they all came out recently in the in the in the Disney afternoon collection but DuckTales was like the one it's still considered one of the best platformers of its time yes. so like that game everything DuckTales did and i mean Scrooge McDuck what a strange choice for like the main character uh-huh. but still it, commonly referenced exactly weird yeah i'm i'm that was great i loved all the little reference the robot was good uh, the mummy and the danger part was really good. I love the style of animation they're using. It, it's yes, kind of in line it with the, the Tangled TV series and the new Mickey Mouse cartoons. Yeah, we love the way the Tangled series looks. Yeah, like we think it's beautiful. so beautiful. Yeah, the new Mickey Mouse cartoons. Yes. This is like a cleaner version of those, which mm-hmm. I, I like better. Yes. Uh, Mickey Mouse ones get a little weird sometimes, which yeah. is cool. I'm into it. But um, Yeah, and all the talk about ruining, I've seen a lot of talk online about people saying, oh, it's going to ruin my childhood. No, it's not. Uh, it doesn't take anything away it from doesn't. childhood. But if anything, this one is doing it justice. Interestingly yeah. enough, here's a fun side fact. Uh, a couple, like two weeks ago, I think it was, or yeah, two two weeks ago, three weeks ago, uh, I got to host um, uh, I got to host a show and interview two different projects, but same day, with Phil Lamar. Philomar, if some of you don't know, he's like a prolific voice actor. He's basically in everything. He was the voice of Static Shock. He's the voice of, uh, of Aquaman lately. Uh, he's the voice of Samurai Jack, most famously. Um, and we were talking about voice acting. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and I brought DuckTales up to him. And I'm like, oh, did you know that David Tennant is voicing Scrooge McDuck? And he's like, what? He was like blown away by the fact that they got David Tennant to be Scrooge McDuck. And he's like, who else is in it? I was like, I don't know, like half the cast of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And I just started, like, we just started naming things. And he goes, you know what? You know what they call that? And I was like, what? And he goes, he goes, they call it a recast waiting to happen. It's like he's he's afraid that they cast too big and that mm-hmm. these actors won't be able to continually fulfill the roles. Yeah. And he's like, I can't wait to get a call for Ducktales now. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus, Phil Lamar, brutal! You're so uh, savage. I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, he was obviously joking. It's Disney; they can retain talent for sure. Mm-hmm. But good lord, is that ambitious? Yes. Good lord, yes. is this show ambitious? I'm stoked. I'm shook. It's, 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 trans, it's transcended so many generations. My, my it kids, has. I, I bought the DVDs. My kids love it. DuckTales still yeah. holds and up. And they're excited for the new series now, too. Yeah. So. Oh, and it looks like it like honors a new series. It looks. I'm, I'm yes. glad that Donald is prevalent. Yes. Like, he's not just going to pop in like oh, Like Uncle in the original Donald. series, yeah. yeah. He kind of popped in and out. He's in the Navy. He's all over the world. But he's actually there with them, a part of the yeah. series. And, and hopefully we get his attitude, too. I like yeah. scrappy <laughs> Donald. And uh, and in game launchpad looks good. He got a plane this time. He looks like Baloo's plane a little bit from uh, mm-hmm. Tailspin. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so I'm uh, clearly I'm excited about that. And then uh, we got a little bit of Aladdin news for you guys. Aladdin. Um, Thomas Hardy. 
I don't actually know if his name's Thomas. Tom Hardy uh, was, it was rumored, right? It was rumored. Speculated yes. to be playing Jafar in the Aladdin movie, and it has been confirmed that he is not. Thank my God. answer, yes. yeah, it is a think glob situation. But my response is, yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is Guy Ritchie, so I wouldn't put it past him. But they made such a big deal about casting Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern, yeah. Why would to just I, I, throw it away on Tom Hardy? Which don't get me wrong, Tom Hardy Tom is Hardy one of could, my top three. As an actor, he could pull this off. He could do He's such anything. a good method actor. He could do anything. But to you have a movie set in the Middle East, and they've already said we're going to cast Middle Eastern actors, and this came out, you're like, okay. Can you just imagine? Yago, on a scale of one to ten, you are an eleven. Of anything, though, I would have the least issue with the villain being white. Uh, <laughs> that is, yes. Relevant, uh, topical. Um, it's fine. He doesn't. He doesn't come. I mean, he could pull it off, but right. he doesn't he strike could, me as a Jafar. You know? Yeah, he's, he's got a lot. Go, he's got a lot going on too. Right. And yeah, uh, but uh, in other Tom Hardy news, uh, you know, he's speculated to be playing Venom. In the Venom movie, and Which that is also, also getting retooled right now. Also, that is going to be MCU. in the MCU. Isn't uh, it? No, Uh-oh. it's what? not. No, it's not. It's gonna. It's gonna. So I almost put that in because that like it's not in the MCU. So here's how it works. Because uh, that movie is 100% Sony. Mm-hmm. Spider Man is allowed to play in both. Yes, the, the MCU and the Sony verse. Mm-hmm. Sony verse is glorified fan fiction. Okay. Spider Man can go hop in and out, but they are not mutually exclusive. So if he's in the Venom film. Mm-hmm. It's not canon. If he's okay. in an MCU film, it is canon. Only characters that show up on the MCU side count as MCU canon, but the film doesn't necessarily do that. Homecoming does because mm-hmm. Marvel like opened the door and said, "This one is yes. here's, here's Iron Man." But but Venom. First of all, it's weird that Venom's getting a movie as a hero predominantly mm-hmm. first. Does that mean that we're not going to get a symbiote Spider-Man movie? Does that mean that he never gets to be a villain first and mm-hmm. be then be an anti-hero and then be a hero? Uh, and then they're going straight. The big news was that it went straight to Carnage. The first Venom film, his first villain is, is Carnage. And in an ideal world, what you would have is Spider. We get Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Then we get Spider-Man meeting the symbiote and fighting another villain, then yeah. rejecting the symbiote. Then we get Spider-Man versus Venom, and as a second movie or third movie technically. And then we get the last movie as um, Spider-Man and Venom versus Carnage. Mm-hmm. That's the perfect world. But because it's the perfect world, it'll never happen. Sony yeah. doesn't like to wait. They so like do, to, do you think Sony will it. try to keep it, even though it's like glorified fan fiction, in line with the MCU, so it doesn't contradict? No, I don't think I don't think they have any obligation to do that, okay. uh, which is a shame because I think they should try. Yes, but the fact that they're already jumping the shark and going straight to Carnage means that they kind of they're at you know dollar signs in their they're, eyes. They're cashing out. Yep. Yeah, mm. which is a shame because Spider Man finally getting the MCU is like huge, and I'm glad. And Disney. What I like about it is like Disney embraces Spider-Man more. When have you noticed mm-hmm. since he was in Civil War, Spider-Man's like way more present in Disney yes. properties and in the parks too. In the parks, yeah. images everywhere. The toys are everywhere now because it's like, oh, we got some ownership over Spidey. Now we can make some money on the yes. merchandising. But I don't, you know, you're not going to see that for Venom. Yeah, you know, so uh, yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, sorry guys, we're getting deep in this, but like, it's crazy news. Like mm-hmm. the fact that this is happening in the cinematic sphere right now. Is nuts, but uh, you don't you don't see studios playing nice. For this is weird. Yeah. yeah, this is super strange. Yeah, exactly. They're playing nice for a little bit, and then they kind of mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, money, let's go." <laughs> uh, but yeah, Tom Hardy not being Jafar. Who would you guess is Jafar? By the way, that's a tough one. Mm. Can he, no actor pops into well, mind I immediately. Mean, ben Kingsley does, but he's oh, ben, oh, that would be epic. Wow, that was really. Have we never talked about this before. No, you no. Really did hit the button. There. <laughs> Dang, that's a really that, good cast. Uh, I like the that. Mandarin instead of uh, Bane. Yeah, I'll take it. It's so, it's so funny because one of the things people were saying is Tom Hardy, super yoked out as Venom, and then Christian Bale from The Machinist, super skinny as Carnage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, let him have a rematch in a different <laughs> universe. Uh, 
that's Batman. And, we gotta and keep Bane. going. Yeah, we gotta keep going. I guess uh, that's it for Tom Hardy news. There was really nothing there. Yeah. Um, but um, last but not least, Disneyland attraction reopenings announced. Sarah, take it away. Finally. Yeah. So I mean, with Star Wars land construction happening, a lot of things um, have been uh, out of commission at Disneyland for a while now. Primarily, all the attractions and uh, nighttime spectacular is on the rivers of America because they had to. Um, push in the train track to make room for Star Wars Land, and so the trains were shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything's coming back, which is really exciting. Star Wars Land is obviously not done. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but you can see it as you're pulling into the. Uh, you sure can. The parking lot. The parking lot. The, the structure. Yeah, and yeah. Sarah, we're driving yeah. to Disneyland the other day, and Sarah goes, "Oh look, we can just uh, see Star Wars Land in our face as we park." Yeah, it's true. It's like really there. Um, so the first thing that reopened, it's already open. It was on uh, last Friday. Uh, the uh, Pirate Slayer. I obviously Tom Sawyer Island is what I want to call it, but it's not like I still call it Tom Sawyer Island. I know, right? I'm like, it always will be. That's how I grew up with it. (laughs) Yeah, just like it's always going to be Mad D, no matter Mm -hmm. what. Yeah. Oh my god! And then on um, Disneyland's birthday, July seventeenth, Fantasmic will return with all the changes. The new changes. There's Murphy. There's Murphy. Um, All the supposed changes, which I don't know if we've ever gone over on the show. do you know about this? About what? The changes coming to Fantasmic? Oh, please tell me. They're adding an Aladdin sequence instead of Pinocchio. Ooh, they casting oh, as Jafar. Ow, ow, no. <laughs> well, I mean, Pinocchio's the one sequence that can go. Yeah, well, Pinocchio's my favorite movie, <laughs> Disney movie, so... Oh. I know, but it's just like... Down. One jump. Light strings. Yeah, light strings. It, it's all light it is. Strings. What if they, like, cut to it and it's still the strings, but it's Aladdin? <laughs> right, well, they, they... It's crazy. They took this permit out for a flying carpet rig. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> pirates instead of Peter Pan, which ba-da-da, is the killer for I'm really sad at me. You can um, do both. Right. It'd be great if, like, Peter Pan was fighting Jack Sparrow. Or, that like, as he's fighting Hook, Jack Sparrow, like, takes over the... See, I would be down for that. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what that show's about, right? Coming together and all the yeah. crossovers. That would be so that cool. Be cool. Um, I don't know if it's been clarified, but it, all that was in, was kind of rumored... Not rumored, but like what leaked was that there's going to be a Rapunzel barge in the princess section, okay. and it was unclear whether it's replacing Snow White or coming in addition to Snow White. So we'll see. I think it's important to add Rapunzel and new princess in there. Right. Well, Rapunzel's earned it. I feel. Yeah. Like she's one of the you know she's, she's like the power. new the new gen princess yes. that actually deserves to be up there. Um, you saying Frozen doesn't? What's that? Saying Frozen doesn't? They don't need Frozen. Well, I don't. I don't see the thing is I don't consider Anna or Elsa a Disney princess. Well, they're not princess. official. Disney they're not. No. No. Yeah. No. Of course. I don't even mean to an official capacity. Yeah. I just mean aesthetically. Yeah. Like they don't fit the mold, and I'm not saying they should. But I'm saying that in that particular segment, it doesn't, it doesn't quite fit. make sense. Like even, neither would Mulan. Yeah. And she is a Disney princess. And we got Frozen throughout the rest of the parks. So. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So Fantasmic comes back July 17th. I'm super excited to see it on Disneyland's birthday. Um, I will definitely be there. And then everything else opens up on July 29th, which includes the Davy Crockett Explorer Canoes, the Mark Twain. Wait, are they saying that uh, someone in the chat is saying that the Lion King is replacing the dancing monkeys? Um, Pachyderm! Yeah, there's Lion King stuff happening in the whole, like, Ka Jungle Book time. I have. Heard I just don't want. I just don't want old Disney stuff to like lose its presence. I've heard yeah. mixed. That's what stuff I don't want about the dancing monkeys. I because I heard one rumor that their suits were being up. 
updated. Yeah. And so I'm I'm waiting to see what mm-hmm. if they're actually being taken out or not. Yeah. I really hope not. I mean, especially with the success of the Jungle Book live action. Yeah. Like, keep it in there. You got to keep it in there. Yeah. And it's like a cool effect. Like it I like seeing really the cool. call like up on the stage. The monkey, like the whole monkey. The part monkeys gets is like really, whatever. No, the monkey part is not whatever. That part gets like really intense. I love. No, no. Like the music my builds and then like the monkey chanting sounds. It's like it's kind of like oh. Kind of charge you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh my god. I'm just god. like, I don't remember taking drugs. <laughs> yeah, that's oh one of those god. things. That's what it feels like. <laughs> that's what it feels like. And then it's just like Beckoner. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite Get part that of that part thing. out. I don't uh, need the no, part. that's the best part. That's no. my literal favorite part of the yeah. whole show. Because no. no. you, you, you wait, when you're watching, you wait for it. You're like, yeah, and you say because yeah. it's one of those moments when it happens. You're just like, what? Pack what? Where did that come from? I'm with it. Um, right. See, like Eric is saying, the monkeys are staying, but the Lion King is replacing Ka. Like I, I, uh, I oh, see that that affects the lasers. I know uh, the Ka part is really cool. It is cool. Um, like, I mean, Disney I get World's it. Phantasmic has a lot of Lion King in it. Mm-hmm. I kind of imagined it just kind of becoming somewhat more like that. But whatever. I get it. I, I, I get. It. But but there again, this is what I was saying. Um, for like a long time. I remember thinking, how do kids even know Mickey Mouse is right now? Like, obviously now there's, there's uh, what is it, Mickey's... Cl- Mickey Mouse Clubhouse Mickey Mouse and the Road Clubhouse. Racers, yeah. And obviously now we're getting all the YouTube shorts and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So Mickey is prevalent now, yeah. but I would say, like, I mean, that wasn't the case seven years ago. Yeah. I, I would say most of the 2000s, actually. Like, he had no presence anywhere. Anywhere, nothing online or so, shows or yeah, anything. Yeah, so I would, like, you know, it's 2005, and I would see, like, a five-year-old at the parks, and I'd be like, how does that kid know who Mickey Mouse is? Mm-hmm. Other than clothing from Target. Yeah. You know, he had no presence, and and... Like, obviously, Mickey Mouse is prolific. He's the most iconic character, arguably, of all time with, like, Super Mario, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, that's not the case for Junk, like, Ka. Yeah. Like, that's not going to exist anymore. Peter Pan, although, like, obviously, he's prolific. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what new media other than, like, the Tinkerbell movies? And that's Tinkerbell's spotlight. Yeah. Like, we don't have, here we go, exactly. that version of Peter Pan anywhere. So if we take him out, then where's his presence? Where, yeah. I like when and he's Disney hopping has, through the park causing trouble. Right, that's yeah. what I like. I like when there's like one thing like, oh, he's still in Fantasmic, or yes. oh, this still you can see this if you go he's there. He's still in a lot of things. I, like, I, you know what I'm saying? Though. Yeah, I like know. I'm not yeah. specifically pointing out. Pe- he is uh, Peter so Pan. iconic within the Disney he canon. Is. It's like Peter but, Pan, but Ka, you know, like Ka's gonna lose out. Pinocchio. What else does Pinocchio have? He has a ride, I guess. He's a ride. So that's pretty good. Yeah. What do the glowing monkeys have though? They got nothing, man. I have to <laughs> just not say from a short piece about. Just like accepting change, guys. I'm okay with change. <laughs> no, I just, no, no, not I just you like guys. Presence. Like just yeah. the chat, the chat, because the chat's like, oh my god, um, guys. I grew up going to Disneyland. Fantasmic is my favorite thing at any Disney park. Like, I grew up dreaming of being a dancing neon monkey. Did you really? Yes. I wanted to be one. (laughs) I I told you they were important. I just like no, not here. There's no space. Um, And. Like, yes, it, like, so I'm just saying, like, I'm like, I have the most reason to be sad. Like, I'm very sad. Mm-hmm. Like, it's d- going to be different. You can still see HD video of the original. Yeah, it's on YouTube. You're going to be able to listen to the original. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. still listen to the original Space Mountain score. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I still listen to, the, I only listen to original World of Color score on iTunes. Like, it's going to be okay. fine. Yeah. Like, and then, <laughs> I, and then, I don't mind them changing things. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. hate when characters are just like eliminated from Right. Like, I, was, I was totally not talking about your point. Yeah, I was yeah, just yeah, going yeah. off and of the o- chat. Ultimately, it's out. in line with what Walt Disney wanted for the parks. They're yes. always growing, always yes. changing. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and the, I think the issue comes when, when it's overwhelmingly due to like marketing demands. Mm-hmm. You know, like Frozen's everywhere because Frozen's hot. Yeah. But like, I don't remember when 
like maybe Lion even Lion King didn't get like an overwhelming presence in the parks when it was like the top top of the top. It, top. Disney was completely unprepared for the success of Frozen. Like, yeah, in the parks, like you couldn't buy anything. But how much effort have they put into capitalizing? Exactly. On it? You know, it's like here's the Frozen stage show. It's like we we don't want one. Ah, I don't care. Uh, Latin, you're out. Frozen, you're in. Uh, all right, cool. Hey, Frozen, you can go watch this sing along in the thing. Okay, cool. Oh, slide. Oh, we got it. It's popular. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Uh, anyway. Uh, shall we talk about cards for the last 10 minutes? Sure. Right. I mean, I'm not. Finish your thought. Finish your thought. Good call, babe. Good. No, it's just like Alan Allison is saying Walt changed things that didn't work. He didn't change things for no reason. Uh, It's, well, I mean, he did change some things for no reason. Um, I'm not saying that Phantasmic isn't being changed for no reason, but also it's a show that's been around for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that is true. To yeah. expect to it to stay exactly the same. First of all, it's already changed in our lifetimes. Ursula yeah. used to be in it. Yes. Like, there are things that have changed about it, and we just didn't have Twitter at the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's, we just, you know. Yeah. I'm totally into it. I also like the shock factor that change brings. Right. I like when you have to be like, oh, well, now I gotta see this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you gotta see it because it's new. You're used to the same thing for 20 years. And think, and think for kids, you know, they see that and like, oh, why isn't so and so in this? And who are these other kids? Right. Yeah. Movies we have That's seen. how you bring yeah. these new things into the forest. Mm-hmm. That's why, that's another reason why the Frozen extravaganza is a little disappointing because it's like, we got it. Mm-hmm. We got it. Like, give other properties a chance. Like, yeah. why is there no, like, big Hero 6 presence? Yeah, uh, especially in Tomorrowland. Like, come yeah. on. Dude, right? The arcade, they can, uh, up, it still ticks me off that upstairs in the in the Starcade is oh not. Oh, my God. I remember going up there as a kid, and now it's, like, mm-hmm. it's a not moving. Yeah. It's a dead space. Ugh. I got to explain. I mean, I'll be upfront about the way that some of the character stuff works at the parks, is that um, when there's a character meet and greet in the parks, the Walt Disney Studios pays for that character. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, when a new movie is released, sorry, you'll notice that a character debuts at the parks. Like, right when Moana came out, they were there. Right when Wreck-It Ralph came out, there was a Mm -hmm. a Ralph meet and greet. When Big Hero 6 came out, there was a Baymax meet and greet. I I had a whole exhibit there, and it was put there through Disney Theatrical. As a matter of fact, parks didn't even know that I had an exhibit in the parks. After the initial run of a character, studios gets to decide if they want to continue pumping money into having that presence in the park and if they don't see it as necessary for like boosting their revenue they yeah. will not continue paying right. for it which is like you know studios decided it was worth it to have Baymax and Hero in mm-hmm. well not Hero Hero's not in he, Epcot uh, he shows up doesn't he I think it's just Baymax. Baymax and like not at Disneyland and yeah. like, like Disneyland I think is keeping Moana and like Moana's nowhere else except right. for mm-hmm. Alani yeah. um, so it's a lot more nuanced than I think people realize yeah yeah, I mean it's a business, and right? You, and you have to make business decisions. Exactly. And I get, I get, like we we claim a little too much ownership as fans. We do. Mm-hmm. We, need to, we need to chill out. But yeah, Disney fans can be a bit snobbish. Oh, I would say so. Any <laughs> bit, bit. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Potential <laughs> Disney fans. <clears throat> we get called out all the time for being yes. so negative on the show. We're just we're just realistic. I think uh-huh. we, we don't we don't. I mean, Disneyland is about fantasy, obviously, but we don't live in a fantasy world. Like mm-hmm. we live in a real world, and we know that money makes decisions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you guys want to keep the characters, you are more than welcome to donate hundreds of thousands of dollars to the parks to make sure that happens. Oh my gosh. Yes. So donate. You to can Disney. make That's you can because totally Disney you can make money. it happen. You know. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, opinion doesn't doesn't drive ticket sales, you guys. Um, Cars does, three. It does Cars, Cars three. three. We're gonna talk about it for like seven minutes. Okay, so spoiler alert: if you don't want to know anything about the movie, now's the time to say goodbye to all our company. Um, spoiler alert. There we go. But if you want to hear our thoughts on the movies, uh, excuse me, on the movie, and uh, you know, don't mind getting spoiled a little bit. I mean, we're not gonna tell you every single thing, but you get the drift. Okay, let's do it. Andy, what did you think? Yeah. 
Andy. I am so critical of Cars 2. Mm. <laughs> I went into this on a little rant online about... Who isn't, right? Yeah, about what they couldn't do. I, my biggest thing was Mater. Oh, I can't stand the character I, for a lot of reasons. You, you know what? It's real quick. I love how the movie starts with Mater. And then, and then, and you're just like, no! And then he's like, and then, it, then literally it's, Mater, get out of here. My wife literally okay. looked over me, like, the first thing is like, Mater, hey! I'm like, dude! I seriously had popcorn in my head. I wanted to throw it. That was such a nod to that. Yes. Like, it was, it was Pixar going, ah, we're just trolling. Yeah. And then, yeah. We saw him like three more times, and it was, and one of the times was like on a video chat, and it was fine. Yeah. 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 He, he got, he's, Mater got what, like, Jack Sparrow should have had in the new Pirates movie. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, you're, you're a supporting yeah. character, dude. But overall, I, the animation was beautiful. Yes. Oh, Absolutely gorgeous. epic. The story was, the story was great. It was solid. It was, I, I think Sarah would agree, it was the best Pixar sequel that wasn't a Toy Story sequel. Of course. I agree. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it was the best one that, we, well, I don't know if you would. I guess you do agree. It's right. the best one since Toy Story 3. Yes, absolutely. I, love, oh, I know yeah, a lot yeah. of people will say they prefer Finding Dory, but I personally like this better than Finding yes, Dory. Yes, I do too. Finding Dory, and Finding Dory was really... Uh, it was it good, was fine. It was, it, was, it, was it, was, fine. it was fine, yeah. yeah. It was great. It was on the good end of fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how yeah. I put it. Um, so I went off in my non-spoiler review about how uh, how kind of overt the like somewhat feminist message of mm-hmm. Cars Three oh, is, that's and right, a lot yeah. of people have been asking me to talk about an article that came out uh, claiming that Cars Three like promotes faux feminism or has faux just faux feminism? feminism in it. I read the article and I like super disagree with it because its premise was just that like Lightning McQueen spends the whole movie mansplaining and like talking to Cruz about how she doesn't know what she's doing even though she's very talented and like thinks he knows better and isn't willing to like. Um, use her methods and all of that is true but that's part of his arc in the movie yes, yes. like he because that was the arc in the, in the also, first one also right. yeah he's not without reason I mean he's literally the greatest racer of yes, like all sure, time exactly. <laughs> you know but, like, so I mean he he definitely like mansplains to her he does but then the whole but does he mansplain movie, or does he race splain sure 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 uh, you know what, I'm, what I'm saying is <laughs> at the end the whole climax is him being like your techniques were correct, and yes. I'm going to use them yes. to, to coach you. I just didn't see like, it. It is her techniques that helped her win, yes. mm-hmm. and she, and she just didn't believe in herself. So I'm just like, no, it's not faux feminism. Like what I really like about it is because is that like Lightning McQueen is an example of like what dudes sometimes need to do in society, mm-hmm. where they need to realize that sometimes there might be like a minority or someone that doesn't get given the opportunities right. that they do, and they need to be the one to make space for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, which is what he does. And it's great. I and mean, that's what dudes need to and do sometimes. And they you still come don't. out a winner when Exa- you do in that. the end. Yeah, exactly. I, I put this on my loses. I, I was so <laughs> excited to see that message. Um, to take my daughter's set because so because for so long within superhero movies and 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 other Disney movies that that wasn't there for my daughter to see that and to, to feel empowered by that. At a, at a young age, like even like with the Wonder Woman going on now, I want to take my young daughters to see that because they got excited about the trailer and to see that trend mm-hmm. that my daughters can know they can do whatever the heck they want and they don't need someone's permission to do that right, and they can right, be right. empowered. It's yeah. so important. I yeah. specifically took both my daughters to go see because I wanted them to yeah. hear that message. Exactly, and and I like the idea that like that yes, that's that worked once. That's the way things were. You. Understand things according to the way that you operated once, and sure, in that world, perhaps that was relevant. But now, it no longer works anymore. Mm-hmm. Like we, you have to actively make a change. You have to accept that things are different now, and you have to take a pardon the pun. You have to take a back seat mm-hmm. to the new world, right? Like things have changed. Make way. 
make way. And you saw the struggle. <laughs> you, you saw the struggle with with uh, Lightning McQueen in that in that he. It was hard for him to do, but he was able to come to terms with it, and yeah. he did it. And he, he did let it. it go. He let it yeah. go. <laughs> Dude, we are full of references yeah. right now. Uh, yeah, it was interesting because last week we were saying um, that this movie was about one thing. No, it's about another thing. No, it's about it's about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like I do, you know. Obviously, it has a feminist message in there, mm-hmm. and obviously, it's it's a story of, of like how minorities perceive the difficulties of making well, it. Well, minorities in. or women. That's what I like about yeah, it is that yeah. Cruz is both uh, female and... Yeah. And neither one of them has... to be Hispanic. Hispanic. And mm-hmm. it's not really, like, pointed out, but it's, like, relevant no, it to is. the No, it is. Her last name is Ramirez. Right. <laughs> and her first name yeah. is Cruz. <laughs> but they, what's funny is, like, Tiff was like, oh, they never say she's a girl. They don't, except once, when Jackson is like, they put the girl in the race? Yeah. Like, that's the only time yeah. they say it. And when they say she... Right. They say she a few times. Yeah, but they don't make a big point. Right, right. But it's just there. Right, exactly. Um, Can I talk about my gay moment? Yeah, please. Natalie Certain is gay for Cruz Ramirez. So, (laughs) so certain that she is. I know that it's supposed to be like her being like shocked by Cruz doing so well and being just like impressed because she's all about the numbers. Like, Mm -hmm. I know that's what it's supposed to be. But the vocal fry. But I fully read it like, oh, Oh, look at this lady. I lean lean over to Sarah and I'm just like, oh, she's gay cars. Gay cars. Gay cars. And then the second time we saw the movie, it came up again and I just went, Yay. <laughs> she totally was a gay guy. Yeah. So yeah. Natalie certain. Uh, fairly certain that Natalie is gay for Cruz Mirrors. And uh, and I'm not gonna put it past Cruz Mirrors. She might be into it. Whatever. You know? Okay. So uh, yeah, I there was that one line that I feel summed it up the best. Uh, it's the whole movie sort of summed up into that moment yeah. where she was like like um, how did you? How did you know, that you, did you, know you could do it? And he's like, "Well, there was never a moment never, that I thought that I couldn't." Because I, I, I wish I could say that. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I was just like, "Oh, so deep many women." That that whole scene where minorities, they women, everything. You can apply everything to that. That whole scene was so powerful. Yeah. So powerful. Gosh. It was the pivotal moment in that mm-hmm. movie, and it was the turning point in that movie. Yes. And it was like it was sort of them saying like, "Okay, obviously this is an important message. So from here on out, we're going to do what we can to make sure that this is righted, mm-hmm. right? And and this can't be anymore. Lightning McQueen can't teeter totter anymore. This is the moment he realizes he's wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, some people just got to realize they're wrong, man. No more man. No more explaining. You heard me say, oh, oh, Ma- Madeline, you were in the, you were in the theater. You heard me say, gay car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It's a, that was one of my favorite moments because it's so cap. Like that moment's like, oh, hey there. Now, Allison's saying she left the, the the theater wanting to see a Cars four. Would we want to see a Cars four? Or we not for like a while. Not for a while, <laughs> but like it would make sense if they did it, and I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. And once the the sales of the toys start going down. That, that's again. my big. I actually did a oh. video on this once. How you can go to Toys R Us. Yeah. There is not a Toy Story section in Toys R Us, but there's, there's a always a Cars section. plane section. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, cars is, is the like planes? the biggest. There's still planes there too. Oh my yeah. God. Um, uh, I, look, I don't care about the toys to be honest, but I do want one toy. I want that recolored Lightning McQueen toy. That's legit. <laughs> That was I didn't like that. So but hot. Oh, I loved it. It was such a cool moment yeah. for me. I collect, I collect, so the, di- I collect the die cast ones. Oh, really? Yeah, I would love Dude, that. Dude, I don't know what that moment was. It was like him like take, stepping into the role of Doc, and it was mm-hmm. it was like, oh, Lightning, Lightning McQueen not being red, but now it's this cool midnight blue. Like I was like yes. super into it, you I know? I was so weirded out by it. Really? I, I loved like, it. I loved oh, it. Why? I was like, but like Doc didn't do that for Smokey. Like, no, it's no. But, 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 <laughs> sure, but. I get it. I know it's probably it not with Lightning's personality. It did. Was. It fit with his personality, and like, like, uh, Smokey trained Doc, right? But Doc redefined the way that Lightning thought of himself and thought of racing, right. and mm-hmm. like brought him. You know what I mean? Like, I get he it. changed his whole life. I mean, he moved. He he, he lives 
uh, in uh, Radiator Springs now. Yeah. You know, like everything about Lightning changed. He wasn't a jerk anymore. He wasn't co- like HUD was trained, but Lightning was changed. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Boom. That's 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 what what's up, and that is our review of that the movie. Is, uh, yes. Okay, let's see. Uh, how many? Let's see. What's the rating? What's your What's your Rotten Tomato score? Oh my god! Uh, out of five, we'll give we'll do five five cars out of out of five cars. Uh, three and a half. Three and a half cars out of five. Yeah, yeah I would say three and a half. We're almost like a three point eight. Three point seven five cars out of five cars. Yes. That's where that's where I put it. Mm-hmm. So there you go, guys. There's our official review. Thank you guys for watching Disney Movie News. It's been fun. You can follow me everywhere online. Uh, uh, not everywhere, but Mr. Leo Zombie. On Instagram, Leo Zombie on Twitter. You can do that if you'd like. What can they follow you, Sarah? I'm Sarah Sterling underscore on Twitter and Sarah G Sterling on Instagram. Thanks for yeah. watching, guys. And huge shout out to Andy, dude. Thank you so much for joining Thank us. Thank you guys here. for having me. I love being uh, here. I'm, I'm so glad you were able to come. I'm glad that it ended up being like, hey, man, why don't you come be on the show? I yeah. love it, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, where can they follow you, dude? Uh, all various social media networks at Andy Herndon or YouTube at Andy Herndon or go to decast.com. You can check out the decast on iTunes and all the various podcast networks. Do it. It's do great. that. And we'll see you guys next we week. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Later. Later. Later, Mater. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.